Hit the lights. You've discovered the Half Watt Podcast. We want to educate and entertain by tapping into the most trusted source of new technology, the ones installing and innovating it. You, the tradespeople that build from the ground up. Join us as we talk with industry leaders, veteran contractors, and even some young blood. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Today we're talking with Chip Bryant from EC. Yes, correct. Excellent. Chip, tell me about yourself. I heard you're a low voltage guy. We like that. Yeah, um, I started into this business uh, probably 12 years ago. Let's mm-hmm. see. It was 2012 that I became an apprentice and got wow. in, into the industry. So nice. you talk about uh, young folk and I guess as far as the industry standard goes, I'm kind of a young guy. You are a young guy. You are a young guy. So uh, EC's big company. Yeah. I heard that, uh, and I don't know why I didn't realize this, but they're one of the largest uh, privately owned um, companies in, in this side of the world. Uh, not this side of the world, but in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that either. Huh. Yeah, I think they're one of the few that aren't publicly traded right now. Nice. Yeah, because... I, what, see, Dinah's a MCOR company. Okay. So my guess is that they are publicly traded. Yeah, and again, I'm, you know, you can quote me, but, you know, whether yeah. it's true or not, I just don't know. But I thought that was kind of interesting. So what brought you into the industry? What did you do before that? I was a firefighter here locally in Get Canby. Out. Yeah, yeah. I nice. spent 25 years here at uh, 221 South Pine. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that just got old, or you just got well, tired of it, or, um, or you, did your you know, firefighting is kind of a young man's game, uh, and, and 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 I didn't want, you know, I'm kind of a, a doer, but the, mm-hmm. that work got to where you know it was going to start breaking me up. So I had to, you know, I'd always figured on doing something else after I got to a certain age. Yeah, but you didn't want to just go be a fire marshal or a no, or a no, civil. No, no, no. So I, you know, I, I evaluated some other stuff and uh, I have some electricians in the family. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this was kind of a, a nice segue into doing what I was, you know, doing from the fire department. So now I install fire alarm systems. (laughs) So what, uh, are you, any, any brand specific or just off the shelf or what are you putting in? Well, it's customer specific, whatever they Mm -hmm. spec out. So, um, you know, you, you're putting it all in. Right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. And then I float between, uh, you know, fire alarm and data, mm-hmm. um, some AV stuff a little bit. But I think fire alarm and uh, the data stuff is kind of my forte. I love I love fire alarm stuff. So I, I'm a huge simplex guy because I, I, that's what I'm doing now. Right, right. For OHSU. But yeah, it's a... It's, but are you in the you're in the smarts and parts no, part I, of it? No, I actually maintain it's, and program. That's what I mean. Yeah, so I, I put in all the pieces and mm-hmm. let a guy like you come in and yeah. do all, all the the fancy stuff. And <laughs> we used and we have Dinah, uh, Dinah, Cherry City, and Cochrane okay. doing most yeah. of our install stuff. Uh, right Dinah is the main one because yeah. they've been up there for so long. And yeah, then, all great companies for and, sure. Then, and we'll bring in like Ralph from Simplex to do most of our programming, and then I do the tweaks and the changes and the graphics and. Oh, okay. With all okay. light work, I, I was a, a manager weasel for a while, and I did a lot of different work. And you know, I've, I've been in the industry since uh, oh, 1994. Oh, okay, okay. So you know, it's like, yeah. yeah, I just that's kind of yeah. I started in the fire service in '86, so, <laughs> so wow. Yeah, so that, I mean, when you start putting those years together, you yeah, know, no it's, kidding. It's been a long time ago, but no kidding. So, did you do what? Would you do as a fireman? What is it? Are there specific jobs that you do well I, I retired as a captain so i was a company oh, wow. officer and then we were the majority of us were paramedics and i don't know if can be you know they're uh they're they have their own ambulance service area so the, the nice. transporting ambulances that come and 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 meet you guys are uh, from the fire department 
cool. Yeah. That's neat, man. Yeah. I really like, I have a heart for firemen. And it's a combination department too. So there's a, there's a, uh, a, a number of uh, professional staff and then there's a big consortium of volunteers. So okay. if you're looking for something to do. Um. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Uh, I have horses. So, oh, okay. Uh, okay. They, uh, that's one of the reasons I get right at the nick of time is because I'm feeding the monsters. They all, they're just, it'd be easier just, just flush your money down the toilet it's a little bit quicker that way well you know we we raise newfoundlands and my wife shows dogs so oh, kidding. Oh, that's why i understand kidding. the flushing of money <laughs> yes yeah so that's so the newfie out there is a purebred yeah yeah no kidding yeah wow he's one of our stud dogs you know nice <laughs> and he just loves going on on trips so he saw me get my keys and it was like okay we they can't won't let you go yeah just like yeah lying in the corner there exactly being, exactly being quiet now not panting <laughs> yeah diesel my my german shepherd uh, he knows it's Thursday, so when I get home, he's like, "I gotta go to dad." He, won't, he will not leave my. <laughs> Aren't side. they amazing? They're just creatures of habit. They, Super I smart. mean, you know, the time change that doesn't work really well at my house because all of a sudden <laughs> feeding time gets really early for us. <laughs> uh, so you you live here local? Then you still live in Canada? Well, I actually live in Sandy, so okay. I was, uh, you know, I went to school there, you know, mm-hmm. middle school, uh, you know, high school, graduated there, got married, lived there. My kids went to school there. Yeah. Wow. I just worked in Canby. <laughs> Lo- local guy. Oh, so you so you lived there the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you didn't you didn't live mm-hmm. you didn't have to come live in. Canby. Well, I lived in Canby every third day. Every so. third day. Yeah. For so I, I spent a third of my life here. You know, nonstop. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm. It blows me away because I've, I've worked for TVF and R on on oh, a okay. lot of their stuff. Yeah. So I I went up going to all their stations, meeting a lot of nice. their folks. Nice. Uh, you know kind of understood a little bit about how they were set up uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and um, I did some work in some of the Portland facilities but mostly mostly TVF and R and I was not familiar at all with with Clockmas Fire right. or so doing uh, PSAs or stuff like no, that no I or? was doing their fire alarm systems so oh, oh, I, I oh, do so okay. I, I was an inspector and a and a tech and an installer and also uh, but I did a lot of inspection work and okay. then I do with sprinklers so yeah, I was a one-stop shopper. You'd send me out, and I'd do sprinkler systems, fire extinguishers, right. okay. you know, fire alarm systems, uh, backflows, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all that garbage, and uh, fire hydrants if I had to. So I was pretty good on the wet and and good on the electro- electronic side as right, well. Right, And um, it made me pretty well-rounded. Yeah, yeah. But I prefer now, because uh, I'm, I'm 59, so I'm up there, right? I just like to mostly program and right, troubleshoot right. stuff and train like train apprentices. <laughs> I, teach, I teach. I love apprentices. <laughs> yeah. So so you so you turn out so, so you're an IBW guy, so mm-hmm. you went through the union mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so how many apprentices have you had the I call it the luxury of, of turning out. Do you have you any idea? Well, you know, it's such a, a, a EC is a large organization, so you know we'll have an apprentice for a while, maybe working a project, and then they might go to another project where they need a little uh, exposure to something else, like uh, like maybe I've had them for fire alarm doing trimming out on devices, mm-hmm. and you know, and even before they're even in their fourth term, so you know, I'm giving them a pretty good base knowledge, yeah. if you will, so when they go into the fourth term. And I've probably had, um, I don't know, maybe six or eight individuals. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's and, excellent. you know, granted, I don't know, uh, you know, everything there is by any means. But as an installer, I, I'm pretty competent and, and mm-hmm. can, and you know, uh, 
help them negotiate through kind of the problem areas that uh, you know, yeah. you know, there's some, you know, there's always some in each, um, if you will, each component of what we do, whether it's data or fire alarm mm-hmm. or AV. There's there's little nuances that you got to watch out for. And, yeah, and I'm so, I'm sort of siloed because mostly what I do is is fire. So even and I I I, I hate to say it, but I, I didn't go through the apprenticeship because I came out of the military. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Oregon said, "Well, you have this NEC from the Navy, so you can, you can take the test. If you can pass the test, then you're a, you're a, it was before it was LEA, it was JLE, and uh, you know, pick off the endorsements that you're familiar with." So I went, right. "Oh, well, I, I know these five things. I, you know, so uh-huh. I took the test and passed, and and they said, okay, poof, you're, nice, you're a nice. JLE now. Go about your business." And uh, I thought, well, you know, well, what the hell? So some of this, and, and then I went right into fire. So uh-huh. I was like, okay, always just doing fire. Right. And, and never got a chance to really, you know, like do excess control or right. or any right. of that other stuff. Or Berg. I would do, every once in a while I would do some. And I was working uh, up on the hill at mm-hmm. OHSU. And then I went into management. And they just... They sucked my soul around. <laughs> so you never got to put tools on again for. Oh God, no, I did. Oh no, I absolutely did. Working management. Working they, manager. They tossed me right on my ass. So uh, then I was out working for contractors. So so then it was like, okay, you know what your specialty is this, but we're going to teach you on mm-hmm. this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I still just always gravitated back towards the same discipline. It was always fire. So it was just like, pretty soon I just gave up the. Well, I always, else. I always thought that I would get into it and do some installation for a while and then kind of move into the the programming or the design mm-hmm. or whatnot. But it just it just never seemed to – that pathway never presented itself uh, with, with the company that I'm with. Yeah. Um, I think you would have to, I don't know, spend some time in the field uh, doing like I've done and then maybe look into getting with Siemens or mm-hmm. Johnson Control or, uh, you know, AD – ADT but then you've got to leave the union to to, to do that because well, most so, of those guys aren't unions. So. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. So you, you, you could go to like Costco. Costco is is gotcha. got, they're a notified dealer and, right. and they're IBW or GB Manchester does EST out of Vancouver. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. those two I know have union folks working for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it might be one other two that just didn't come to mind. But they I did meet a guy from I, from EC in Lake Oswego who was a nice at three okay who absolutely saved my skin one day right oh absolutely one of our one of our uh, fitters is when i was was managing a company uh blew up a brand new brand spanking new silent eye panel we put in just smoked <laughs> the shit out of it and he did that because all the wiring that was originally pulled to to the flow switches was all black wire oh no and he did not gotcha didn't, he just said oh go black it yeah. can't it can't be 120 on one side and 24 on the right, other and right. it was and of course he he immediately arced the panel and he says yeah it looked like a little mushroom cloud let the magic smoke out I, yeah. it sure did yeah so we installed a new one and um fire marshal was on site and we programmed it and it was a it was a it was before we put the 6000 series in so it was like a 58 probably 5820 or 5808 probably 5820 okay uh, silent night and um so i sent my text out and they programmed it somebody missed something and so as a manager, I show up with my laptop, and I'm like, oh, God, I haven't worked on this in a while. <laughs> and one of the guys from your company looked over my shoulder, and he goes, it's it's right there. And I just handed him my laptop. I said, brother, have at it. Right. Like, 
He goes, my dad did this for like 30 years. <laughs> he goes, and I was raised in it. And I said. I think I know who that was. Yeah. If you say his name, I, I, I almost I almost guarantee I have his, his It's Joe Stevenson. It's got to be. Yeah. yeah. And he's now a nice at five. Wow. Yeah. They have a five? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. He is super bright. Yeah. And Absolutely his his dad was nice in guy. the industry. of mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's gone to bigger and better things, I think, up in the Seattle area. Good. If I, You know, I could be speaking out of turn. Super though, but, talented. But Joe, Super yeah, he's like a savant. His memory, I mean, <laughs> he looked right at it and goes, "Here's the, there's the problem right there, man." And I decided that's hilarious. That's like it's such a small world, though. You know, I mean, we talk about you know we're just speaking specifically to fire alarm, but you yeah. know, it, it transgresses across all the all the the factions. But it is, it is, and all the electricians I work with up on the hill are uh, almost all of them are, you know that aren't working for us directly are almost all Dyna guys, mm-hmm, Dyna mm-hmm. and, and Cochran mostly. I, I know some some Cherry City folks as well, but mostly the guys I work with are Dyna. Yeah, they're the Dyna guys. I I my exposure with them was mostly like the Intel days back uh, oh, yeah, yeah. in the uh, late two or two thousand twelve through fifteen. I mean. When Dinah was there and Rosenden and, I mean, all the big players. I mean, you got to learn a lot of the travelers. I mean, but yeah, now that Dinah, I mean, now that I'm sure they're probably still out there at Intel. I I wouldn't, they might be. All the guys that when I was there, because I rolled back to OHSU and I, Mm -hmm. in my little career path, I was a manager again and and I finally left and they hired me back at OHSU and I was (laughs) glad to go. And I went back up there, and uh, all the guys who were apprentices are just turning out on. Oh, uh, that's crazy! All the supervisors, the foreman, and the superintendent <laughs> TR was like this guy who was who would you know? I think he was a he was a probably a, a full journeyman when I knew him, and uh, and he sees me, he says, "I haven't seen you in like years, man. I'm glad you're back." I'm like, "Yeah." So I watched all these guys move up in their industry yeah, and yeah. their and their behemoths and what they do. And the guys they bring up there are just, oh, my God, they're good. Well, I've learned that, you know, over the years that if you can surround yourself around with people <laughs> with like that, people. you know, then you don't have to work so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's crazy. And it's, it's interesting to see some of, uh, you know, I've had apprentices who you've lost touch with, and then all of a sudden you'll see them driving around in a company van, you're going, when did you turn out? <laughs> yeah, when did you go? But yeah. Yeah, I I have you always worked for ECU? Yeah. You? So yeah. you haven't had a you never went to Stoner or or No. Or and I don't know. Or? I think for me personally that's been a great thing. I mean, yeah. EC's been the best company I've ever worked for. <laughs> I've heard nothing I've heard, <laughs> But that's heard the only company good. that yeah. I when I was working mm-hmm. at when I worked for Simplex I was doing work at Komatsu before it became mm-hmm. something else and then something else and now it's Solar World or something like that. But when I was working out there, it was with um, Oregon Electric, uh, OEG, and, mm-hmm. and those guys were really fun to work with. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. The guy I was working with was also a pilot. Okay. And he like would fly the president of the company around. Oh, interesting. <laughs> was like, interesting. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm a pilot as well, and they want me to just like be a pilot, but I really still want to be an electrician. Right. I'm right. Like, Damn, Rusty, you gotta go. You <laughs> that's gotta, that's crazy. You gotta do what you gotta do, bro. <laughs> So, yeah, it was, I had a good time. I, I experienced a lot of stuff in my little, in my little career path, but, uh, it, it fire been pretty big, good to me. No, That's good, the best way good. That's been good for me too. Yeah. It makes us happy. <laughs> yeah. Cause sure. you know, you're doing something. It's just like when you're a firefighter, you're doing something to save lives. Right. It's, this is, this is a defensive art that we're practicing. We're not out here, 
you know, figuring out ways to make people's life worse. Right, right. And, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say that I, I do preach and walk the walk about early detection is the most important <laughs> thing there is to, to saving lives. So I have to agree with you. You know, and, and sprinklers. And, and sprinklers for sure. For I mean, sure. there's that hierarchy. There. There's the sprinkler fitters and there's the, 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 the <laughs> fire alarm installers and then, yeah. And then the HVAC guys. But yeah, sometimes they get confused a little bit. Mostly because I don't get them on the show very often. <laughs> well, I do have to say, though, that uh, my experience with the, with the state of Oregon and their comprehensively, comprehensively looking at 101 and applying all the life safety codes across everything. Because mm-hmm. Washington, I hate to say it, is kind of ahead of us on that. Where, you know, the Washington fire marshals, they don't screw around at all. Now is that is that outside now the the confines of the city of Vancouver because that uh, yeah so yeah. they have expressed that oh, all yeah, the way yeah, out. Yeah. No, that's Vancouver's good. That's got good. its own set of of, sure, sure. of Osnaps and uh, people who know me know that hey what are you doing man quit sniffing to <laughs> the microphone uh, <laughs> they think you're talking to me he's like, <laughs> it's your dog are you talking to my dad and stuff what I don't know what to do oh. uh, so um, Vancouver with some of the stuff that Vancouver did really upsetting was really upsetting like to to make people jump through all these hoops mm-hmm. like okay mm-hmm. you, you get your ELO 6 and then you get your your um you get nice your, your nice two and then oh it's two now two, okay two. oh wow and then you got to get their endorsement and so i've always had those things up until i, I left my last company but what it wound up doing was making a kind of a pool of people who could jump through the hoops but i have never seen installation as poor as I have in parts of Vancouver, very poor. After that, or yes. oh, yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, I I, well, huh. I, I get I, when I was a manager at my last company, they inadvertently invited me to one of their meetings, and I stumbled into it. It was nothing but but fire marshals, and I took the opportunity to grab the the biggest one that was there and pull them out and say, "You, I don't know if you realize it, but the, the gene pool of people working on your equipment is very small." Mm-hmm. And I take pictures of some of the worst installations to teach people in Oregon how not to how not do to. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a, a case in point was a 50, 5208 we found installed outside facing north, which was cool, <laughs> but outside in a non-environmentally controlled box. So, so I go up there because my inspector didn't show. He was running late. So I can inspect in Vancouver and tech. So I drive up there to help out. And the fitters are just laughing their asses off when I show up. Mm-hmm. I, honest to God. And they just, just said, Because they know. Because they know. Yeah. And open up the, the panel. I go, grab my camera, start snapping pictures. The permit, the approved permit was stuffed behind the batteries. It was completely wet along with, um, along with the manual. There was a terminal board with 120 volts on it, right smack above the batteries. You know, 5208, you've yeah, got yeah, yeah. above the batteries, you got that big gap. So yeah. right there they mounted it with exposed 120 that went to a transformer that they also mounted in the cabinet <laughs> and brought 120 off the chassis for the for the panel into that transformer, 24 AC out into into a panel or into a, um, a radio that was jammed in a small plastic box with this antenna just kind of bent over to one side. So I went, I just, I just, I completely lost my shit. So, so I just went, what the hell? So I took pictures of it all and, and it was not like, like, like it wasn't like in a locked cabinet. It was just like a Hoffman enclosure. Like anybody, like a NEMA 3, not yeah, even? Not yeah, even a NEMA not 3? even, a, no, oh. no. So, so we, I, 
I took all the pictures of it and I started showing my students in the fire alarm course and, and uh, I said, this is how you don't do this kind of stuff. So uh, it died a few years later, of course. And when we went to install it, they wouldn't let us put it in the building for whatever reason. Uh, there was just, the, the owner was weird. So we bought, you know, a, a, an enclosure with a heater built into mm -hmm, it, which mm -hmm. ain't cheap and ain't light. <clears throat> right. It took three guys to hold it on the goddamn wall so we could get it on. Right, right. And it's installed up like five or six feet up off the ground because that's the only place we could fit it on that north wall. And anyway, we we got it all put together the right way, and and it was and it was that was the the tipping point for me mm -hmm. when I started to really like lose it on Vancouver and. This was probably the tenth or eleventh installation I had seen. So I, I don't understand the connection there with uh, with their enforcing the, the the requirements a little higher makes I don't it. Know. I mean that seems counterintuitive. It does seem counterintuitive, yeah. but this was the case that I saw everywhere I went. I mean, I went to a fifty one oh. You know what a fifty one oh four B is? Mm -hmm. Just the dialer. I went to a fifty one oh four B, where the bell circuit. The 12 volt bell circuit was run <laughs> almost 400 feet or oh 300 God. feet underneath the ground to a bell that was attached to a flow switch on a house on a like a like a duplex. Hmm. So I'm running this. And I can't run the sprinklers up there because I'm I'm not a licensed sprinkler monkey in Washington. Right. So I could run the water flow to test the bell. See if the flow would. But yeah. that was it. I'm not doing a sprinkler inspection. So I ran the water flow and the bell went. <laughs> so I whip out my meter and I'm like, I've got like 6.3 volts. It's just way too far. What the hell's going on? Or grounded yeah. out or something. Yeah. And, but it's it was a completely illegal installation yeah, yeah, yeah. from beginning to end. And I, I just, you know, I would just like write up just these these terrible write-ups. Like, this is this can't be. Mm -hmm. You just can't do this. Every time I turn around, I would run into something like that. I, every goddamn time. So hmm. I just said, I said, look, choose 10 buildings across the river. Let's go see if that's what's happening right. in this in this pit we call Oregon, and just to see if it's if I'm wrong here. So she goes, "Look, you know, calm down, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, well, we'll we'll do what we can." Now, north, like in the actual state out, outside mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. of the kingdom of Vancouver, I had nothing but but love for what I saw. And the I closer wonder, you get wonder, to, to, to so Seattle, bizarre. the more strict it got. And so my company had a branch uh, that worked out of Seattle as well. There were, they're complete draconian thugs up there. You, right. you go to a different jurisdiction. And matter of fact, I've taken sprinkler training out of the Washington State Patrol stuff that they had, and they were not screwing around. So some of the fire marshals up there would walk into like an assisted care facility, and they did this up in Battleground, and they said, look, we want to know what's going on with the fire smoke dampers here because we don't have any record of this ever being tested. Right, right. So I, I contracted with a company. <clears throat> at the time the guy was really knowledgeable it was it was excellent he went through we thought we had 18 fsds there were 49 oh my god and you know how many of them passed none <laughs> so the guy had to replace all 49 of these fire of these fire smoke dampers and then verify that they were working and so i was i'm like great i'll use you because i need a good hvac contractor that i can use to do this kind of work because i can't get a hold of one mm -hmm. and cms requires that these things get tested so it turns out that washington was looking at everything in a building from fire alarm sprinklers door seals fire smoke dampers fire dampers uh, fan shutdowns 
smoke where's your smoke product going how can you tell me what's going on you mm -hmm. know if we're going to have to fight this in place then then what's happening even to the tune where uh Wolden Nick Wolden was looking at the uh uh the rating of the uh, uh bulbs in in the uh not the bulbs but the, the ballast and no I'm, I'm sorry the uh, uh in the kitchen hoods I had a little brain oh, fart there oh. in the kitchen hood he would look at the links and go why are there 360 degree links in these kitchen hoods what show me the show me the evidence that they need to be that high mm -hmm. why aren't they lower like this is the place where we're going to have fire when your suppression system goes off. Right, this right, is it. Right. I want to know how you knew to put in 360s and not, you know, where's your permits on all this? What the hell's going on here? Well, then the Oregon State Fire Marshal said, we like what they're doing. And we want to do that as well. Mm -hmm. So we want to comprehensively <clears throat> look at a building and say, hey, it's not just your fire system we want to see inspected. We want to see all of this stuff go. Well, because then, it's all interoperable. I absolutely. mean, if one component doesn't work, then the whole system. Then the whole thing doesn't work. Yeah. And it doesn't do you a damn bit of good if you're if you're informing patients that you've got a problem if smoke product isn't is, getting isn't getting taken care of. of the yeah, building. yeah, yeah. And I was super excited to see all that and you know, start to see to see Oregon kind of go. We're going to follow that lead. But um, I will tell you that as I, when I left my last company. I, as of, as of the, my leaving, which was a couple of years ago, I still couldn't find a good HVAC vendor to walk in and systematically test and tell me what the state of the fire smoke dampers were, mm, mm. period. I just could not find one. Because it's, it's you know, it's not that difficult to, to go watch those operate. I mean, it, it's not, but it is difficult to get them certified and to, and to get somebody who's qualified because oh, you may, post, you may, yes. Post installation, and then like who's gonna a write year their later. Name to that. Right, that's true. That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I got back to the hill, it turns out that the guy I work with, uh, one of the journeymen I work with, I've, I've actually interviewed him on here. Uh, he's like a, a subject matter expert on these things, mm -hmm, only mm -hmm. because he had to become that. Right. And so the hill uh, comprehensively looks at the fire smoke dampers and how we're going to move smoke product because obviously you got to depend on Sure, products. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like, you, there's this, here's this need in Oregon for a fire smoke damper testing company that isn't an engineering firm that's going to cost mm -hmm. you, because there's a really good one in, in, in Tiger Tualatin. So, but there. they would have to have all the, the components like that to, to evaluate airflow. And yep. I mean, just like they do on, on, on uh, like a building inspector comes in and, and checks all you know uh, yeah. i'm not even sure what all those products are the the big cones and whatnot yeah that, to, to, to look for airflow yeah and, yeah 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 huh. that and that's exactly it and so there's a there's a, a, a missing component right now in oregon to have that of, of a good company that i can hire that won't cost an arm and a leg isn't afraid to, to go find these things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and then make sure that hey if you, it's just like putting in duct detectors. If you put a duct detector 21 feet in goddamn air and then put a T-bar ceiling up and I can't, I <laughs> and can't, I can't get, service it, I can't service it. Right, right, what right. What did you do? Right, right, right. <laughs> like, I don't have anti-gravity boots yet. Yeah. I'm going to get to it. Right. And so, you know, I'm excited to see you with your fire background in this industry because you could go, hey, you know. It doesn't make sense to put that there. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> so. I get off my soapbox, but yeah. that was that was really my. Well, experience. it is kind of disheartening though that uh, that they've changed those criterium, and then you know you see an, uh, the workmanship kind of take uh, you know 
a problem because of that. I mean, yeah. I don't, you know, you got. It doesn't make sense to me either. But that's exactly what I saw. Huh. And 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 I, and I had worked up there with Simplex in the '90s, and then I went to the Hill for ten and a half years, and then I got bounced. So because uh, I, I did electrical work for about eight and a half for him, and then I went into management, mm -hmm. and then I stole my soul and this whole thing. So then I worked for a couple of contractors, three contractors, and then I came back to the hell. And so in my time being gone, I could definitely see some changes that huh. were fantastic. Well, that's good. That's oh, good. Yeah. But as a but having been working as you know, as a contractor for three different companies, right? We all suffered for the with the same thing was that I could not find a good comprehensive. And you still are not able to. Mm -hmm. Mm. No, no, and 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 it's it's a big damn deal because now you know as we all know, smoke product is what kills people. Yeah. It's not the fire. Yeah. The the fire by the time the fire's got you, you're already dead. So. Right. Right. You know, and with all this newfangled stuff that burns and outgasses such wonderful gases, mm. that's what that's what that's the deadly thing. So to me, the fire smoke dampers and the and the how we're moving that product is as important as anything else we yeah. can possibly do. And no one has a bleeding clue. And in my well, because opinion, over the years too, some of that system, those systems, they you know the relay goes out, and nobody ever does anything mm -hmm. with it, and. You know, the M101s or, you know, or the damper, if, it, if it's like a pneumatic damper or even electric damper, like the Honeywell electric dampers, when they fail, they fail closed. Right. Then if you don't have, if your HVAC people aren't really going, well, wait a minute, you know, we either will rig the, the damper open or it's in a place that, that you can't get it. <laughs> right, right. Like there were so many installations made where the where the dampers were just physically you're, they're physically difficult to get to. You cannot get this. You know, and I can I can think of at least one in my own travels that uh, we were changing relays out uh, for whatever reason. I think the new system wouldn't speak to the old mm -hmm. relay. So, but yeah, access was was an mm -hmm. issue. Well, let's put it here, and then we'll build everything around it. And exactly. Then, and sometimes that is problematic. And, and so the guy I work with now is he'll go out. And he's getting his LBME so he can work on this voltage, like, all the time. He'll go out and replace these things. Mm -hmm. So his whole thing is is that he didn't want to, but he's become an expert at changing out the motor controllers. And he knows, like, the Honeywell product, and he knows this other product, not the Honeywell, the Bissimo or whatever. Yeah. I, I can't say the name of it. It's Italian. He's, <laughs> he really knows his stuff on that. And then, But he, you can see where he comes back going, Oh, man. That, that is kind of scary, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Hmm. And I love him for it. I think he's great because you do all the dampers you want, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, now, does he, does he go Vancouver and? No, no, no. Or, no he just, just works for us. Just, oh, just, he's, an internal, he's, an internal, oh, oh. he's an internal guy for us. So you're going to hang on to him. Yeah. Well, he he's <laughs> uh, uh, he's he's uh, – exceptionally good at what mm -hmm. he does. Mm -hmm. He doesn't think he is, but he's full of shit. He, he really is So good. are you able to locate all your dampers? I mean, oh, yeah. are you still? Oh, every uh, damn one of them. Oh, good, good. And they're marked off on CAD, and they're marked off right. on where they're at, and how to access them, and, and the that's frequency. And so, that's so important. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. I've worked on a couple where you, okay, go find these, and the addresses aren't right, or yeah. or they've been through a couple uh, rebuilds or additions, mm -hmm. and there's just, you know, you get, nothing. you get the, the blueprint and there's, well, there's a section of building here that I'm standing in, but it's not on here. So yeah. <laughs> go find the smoke dampers. But well, when I teach my students, I teach that the, that the whole life cycle of a building from the, from the time they, they, 
buy the dirt and decide to dig a hole in it and get your permits to the time the building goes up to every modification made is supposed to have record sets of everything right right you know this was approved by the fire marshal to put it in this way then you modified it you added this wing here's all the records on that oh you know 50 years later we're going to demolish it with a wrecking ball here's all the closeout docks there's the life of the entire building. right right yeah but that's you know that's one of those that's one of those perfect <laughs> this is perfect it's the perfect world oh, well I, you know happen. with technology the way it has gotten though it should be a little bit easier than the old day of the hand-drawn you know you yeah, would think i you mean would think but but it's still like like the way that the hill handles it is unique because we have our own staff we we pay big bucks to have you know a guy who does cad work for us mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and, and all these engineers and all this stuff that's to keep your doors open for accreditation. Yeah. So in the healthcare industry, you've got no choice. They're forcing you to make right. sure that you've got your act together. Yeah. Now, why they're still working off of 2010 and 2011 code, that's another, <laughs> that's another story. Right, right, right. <laughs> but they are. But in uh, unless you're dealing with um, you know, convalescent homes and assisted care living facilities and, and uh, independent living facilities and stuff like that, they all fall under the CMS. But what about what about schools or what about class B occupancies, just buildings? Mm -hmm. well, no, mm -hmm. no, you go down here and you find a four-story building in Canby, what's the odds that that building has been maintained, <laughs> right? The, the odds are probably pretty low. Probably pretty low. Yeah, because, you know, I think the old bowling alley I think about that. It's uh, got a, one of those uh, uh, those those roofs that are um, specific to you collapse under a certain fire. Oh, but if really? you look, but if you look at these buildings now, I mean, the bowling alley I think got torn down. But there's another one that was similar to it that you know you wouldn't even know that that was that kind of. Oh, well, that's like an arched. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, really? Those yeah. things collapse on you? <laughs> well, <laughs> in the event of a major fire. Yeah, but, well, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. But, or an earthquake. Yeah, it's it's, and I'm not knocking it because you know, class B occupancy, you get out. I mean, I, I got into it with Clackamas Fire one time. Uh, I got on my high horse one day, and called a fire marshal, and this was right in about 2009 or 10. Mm -hmm. So the end of the depression and all that crap, and uh, I said, look, I'm at this, I'm at this. Uh, it was Guard Sports, the one in the promenade, and I says, I'm at this place, and. All the goddamn heads are spray painted here. Oh my painted. god! And she says, and I said, I don't know. I says I've been writing this up, and I don't know. I don't know why this has just fallen through the cracks. And why they can stay open? Why they were staying open? Yeah. And what's going on yeah. here? I thought this was without really abating important. the. And yeah. she, man, this 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 woman, she, she tore a hole in me. I still can't heal. And she looked. She basically said, "I appreciate your zeal, but shut the hell up. We're." Our biggest concern in this county is multifamily dwellings, high density, where people are, and, and obviously healthcare. That's it. I don't give two craps about what's going on at the sports place right now. I don't have the staffing to care. Gotcha. That's a commercial facility. It's a class B occupancy. Everybody's going to get the hell out when it's on fire. That's insured. Right. Oh, I got. I see what yeah. she's and saying. So, and she says, "Do you see the your priorities? You see your the, priorities. The life loss is negligible. Un, gotcha. Because it's, there's nothing. Who gives a shit if it burns down? Right. Because the most important thing for us are people. Mm -hmm. 
and no one's going to get hurt in a facility like that. If you got so if you if you'd have seen uh, similar things in kind of a convalescent home, big or, deal. Uh, yeah, 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 huge deal. Yeah. And that's what she said. Gotcha. She said, "I appreciate where you're coming from. Well, that I know makes what sense. you're trying to say. Best utilization. Of your Best resources, utilization." But she goes, "But sure. where we're at right now is people, and where the people are at." is apartment complexes and, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, those things like that. Duplexes. That's duplexes. Whatever those things are, are the highest priority. Right. You're looking at it with, with, you know, skewed vision. Gotcha. So have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, okay. but, you know, they're paying you for your service to go out there and do that. And then, uh, but I, under- I understand what she's saying. I do too. Yeah. And Portland's got their own you know, their own different ways that they handle it. Mm-hmm. You've read, read, I'm sure you run into that because you work there or so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, for, I think in my heyday, it was uh, the hazardous materials was, you know, I think there's a, in, you know, we're back to life safety though. I can see what she's saying about it. I do too. And know. this was years ago. This yeah. isn't, this isn't a recent thing. It was literally when the economy was, was tanked and, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, I was writing all this up all the time, but all I was doing was commercial accounts for the most part. Gotcha. And I kept saying, I mean, I walked into a place one time, it, which was an egregious error, and they did come, like they just unlaunched oh, all this place. Sure, sure. But I went into a place where it was like a warehouse, like a tilt-up, but they had built an entire second level, and it was like for... Un, un, oh, <laughs> for home, Oh, gotcha, yeah. <laughs> inside the building. Right. So you had, you had one bathroom in the middle... That had a sprinkler head in it. And then you had this entire decking that they had put up. And then all the machines to run the the laundry facilities. It was like a daycare. Or a daycare. It was like a dry cleaners. Interesting. And they were just storing the clothing there. They weren't actually dry cleaning it there. Oh. So you've increased the combustible yeah, load the, tremendously. The, the fire load, for sure. And for I sure. said, hey, wait a minute. You have no sprinkler heads below this this big place. Which took up like 80% of the mm-hmm. of the room. And the guy went, oh, we never thought of that. Mm. And that's the way the fire marshal gets a hold of it. Right. They'll make you think of it. That's kind of like putting chains around doors you know, <laughs> kind of thing. So we're going to cement this door <laughs> closed because somebody tries to open it. And they did too, man. They they launched on them. So, Good. you know, it just depends on the, the timing and, mm-hmm. you know, and what you get. But I, Your experience has been pretty good with, with fire marshals and... Uh, yeah, yeah, for the most part. Um, but we try to be ready for them and we're not mm-hmm. trying to waste a lot of their time, you know, and that comes with the design and the installation for sure. And then the pre-testing. I mean, that's always a, a huge component, making sure that those things. Making sure everything works the way you want it yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're working with all these different companies, so you put it in, and then they come and program it. Yeah, but you know we're still integral in the you know being on site because mm-hmm. you know you know as well as I do sometimes you'll have a device that's just not going to cooperate, so you got to you know quick change the base or you know whatever some craziness. Yeah. So do you you just put in every type of panel there is? You don't have any no whatever they throw you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, like I say, it's dependent upon who's uh, like ADT with uh, with the Columbia Sportswear. Um, let's see, who was I doing with? Uh, um, there was another organization I was working with, the, the school districts in East County with Gresham Barlow District. Oh, yeah. um, I worked on their facilities yeah. with United, yeah. Good place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like the uh, – I one thing about this job – Especially if you do inspections, you get to see. Like, I can't drive down a, a street without my <laughs> wife going, Shut up, quit saying the oh, there. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. 
I've been there. <laughs> One of the guys I worked with became a fire marshal in Gresham. Okay. And uh, he's funny, man. He was. He was. Uh, it's not Robert, is it? No, D- uh, Dustin. Dustin. Do you know him? I don't know. Jacobin. Yeah, you, I worked with him at Western States. And he, okay. You eventually went to OHSU. So I, and I took some classes at Western States. Some Did you? Administrative fire fire administrative classes. Oh, nice. Way back a hundred years ago. It was it was a fun place to work. Yeah. And hmm. they were one of the places that using doing sprinkler work. Like uh, I was just an inspector, like a sprinkler inspector for him. I got to see Facebook and OSU. I climbed all the way through all of OSU's buildings. Right, right. So I saw some really cool stuff. Yeah, that's 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 nice. That's nice. They got their own reactor, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got their own nuclear reactor down there. Interesting, interesting. I sent my guys, and I was like, yeah. You go in there. And just hang on to this little badge, and if it starts making noise, get out. <laughs> That's for you, Scott. Um, I was on a new power ship in the Navy. I oh, okay. Know. I had enough neutrons. This job's for you mm-hmm. guys. So my first foreman was uh, from the shipyard's electrician, and I think he may have traveled through the same kind of scenario of becoming certified or licensed with mm-hmm. the state of Oregon type of thing. Yeah, because you miss some of the things that, yeah. that like Ben and Pipe, Mm-hmm. I'm like a monkey screwing a football <laughs> when it comes to Ben and Pipe. I am terrible at it. Right. I am terrible at it. Well, I'm too pretty good with offsets, but you get past much past the offsets, and I, you know, I it, can struggle. It, it goes sideways. <laughs> three three Ben saddles. Forget about it. <laughs> they, they sent me up to Klickitat PUD one time to work uh, uh, to work a job up there, and. The, my boss says, oh, I think they want it in rigid. And I'm like, I can't bet rigid. we got to be out of your mind. He goes, no, I'm an EMT. I said, well, pick one. So I, I put. Yeah, I put inch like, and a half EMT. Oh, God. No. <laughs> so I put like, you know, a half a dozen sticks on my van. And and, uh, and then I threw 100 foot of flex in. Just just, just in case. Because sure, sure. I can. I'm the king of flex. <laughs> so I get up there. And it turns out to be this bearing. <laughs> it wasn't a bearing. It was a. It was a steam generator. Okay. So it was a cogen plant. So these guys would collect all the methane off the off the. It's a fun place to work. Collect all the methane, clean it, pressurize it, pump it up to where we were at, and then they had two hmm. gas turbine generators that would burn the methane, and then the waste heat from the gas turbine generators would go to a steam generator. Okay. So all total, if everything was working perfect, they can make about twenty-seven megawatts of power. If everything was working perfect. And he goes, so I get up there and they had put a sensor on top of the steam generator to look for heat. It was like a, heat, it was like a candlestick type okay. device. If it went off, the pre-action system would then fire and preload the sprinkler system. So in case there was a problem, it would go off. So they wanted that not, they wanted that in pipe. Okay, what's well, round? <laughs> So I'm like, I'm just getting the, I get the conduit there, okay. Mm-hmm. And I start to bend it. And I, I look up and there's a, in the gallery and there's like a guy up there watching. <laughs> and then there's two. <laughs> and then there's the whole crew. <laughs> Wrestling with this pipe trying to. Oh my God. I was there for like an hour. Uh-huh. And Click Attack PUD is like up by Goldendale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I got, you know, life to live back here. Right, right, right. At some point. And one of them walks up, he goes, he, honestly, he goes, you're like a monkey football man. He goes, I says, can I just do this in flex? And they go, we were wondering when you're going to ask, because the love of God do it in flex. Wham! You know, 20 minutes later, I'm out the door. 
I'll never forget that. Uh, so funny. when things go bad, I'd say it's a, it's a it's a two football seven monkey day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for me. And, uh, yeah, my pipe. I try to you know if I have to put an offset on both ends, I, that's doable. But if I do two offsets and have to throw ninety on there. I could, yeah. I could, I got, you know, bend it long and cut it short, you know. <laughs> yeah, me too, yeah. So there's a, there's a guy, Dinah, who just did some work. I'll show you the pictures here. Uh, you're, you're not going to believe this work. It looks like a pipe organ. Mm. I'm, I'm honest to God. Yeah. The yeah. only time I've seen bends this good was uh, in Facebook. Yeah. The guys who did Facebook. Mm-hmm are phenomenal. That's in Prineville, right? Yeah. So that was that predominantly, or was that Ro- Diana too? Or was no, that... it was Rosevin. Okay. Because I know we got a lot of EC guys over there's, there too. There's but... two of them that were, that I saw mostly doing the work Rosevin mm-hmm. out there and uh, as something with an A. Uh, affordable? No, 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 no. I don't think it was them. <laughs> no, no, I'm not knocking them. I just, it was yeah, like, right, right, it was right. like a pretty, pretty well... They like those guys, those electricians on site out there, those high voltage guys were just yeah, it, it's nice. It's it's and I, I'm happy that I'm able to appreciate uh, the work that I sometimes that I see that because you you know, as well as I do, it's tough. Oh, it's, it's for it's, sure, it's crazy tough, concentric, you know, corners. Yeah, and, I'll show you this work uh, on these. You're not going to believe yeah. this crap, it's just unbelievable. Matter of fact, Alan, my my guy I work with, drug me into this fan room. He hmm. says, "You're not gonna believe it. Come look at this crap." I was like, Damn, <laughs> dude. So I show my students this. I said, "This is Jason Wells, the guy I worked with. Uh, uh, he's working for uh, for PSI, but uh, when I hired him, he came from Metro. Okay. And I hired him to to do some work, and we sent him out on a job. And his his I looked at his pipe work." And my jaw hit the floor. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yeah, you those know? guys make it look easy. For they sure. make it look so easy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "How do you do that?" There was a guy around? I'd cross paths with that worked for EC that lives out in Silverton. Silverton, uh, John was his name. A similar type of thing. You know, you walk into a mechanical room, then you look up at the ceiling, you go, yeah. "Wow!" They should be proud. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because, <laughs> but anyway. Here we are talking smack about these guys that kind of work. Well, anyway, so you've been doing this for a while. You like it? I do. I do. Um, I think I've got a few more years in me. I don't know. How old of a guy are you? I'm 62. Yeah, you're old as hell, man. Really <laughs> <are>. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do when I grow up. I'm at 59. I don't know when I'm going to quit. Right, right. I just don't know. I just don't know when I'm going to quit. Like, the wife wants me to quit soon, but I don't know how... Well, if you still enjoy your work, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. I, I I feel like you know, it's uh, it's still giving back. Um, it's still there's a, still enough of a challenge sometimes to, mm-hmm. to to the products, and you know, that's it's when you've got Purs Tier One, so you could go right. I mean, yeah, yeah. You could go whenever ever you want. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a choice, and you know, and that's you know that kind of puts me in a little different. Uh, um, mindset too so i'm just like one 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 bad for real one, one bad, bad day, day away <laughs> yeah. i'm punching <laughs> well but you like your gig otherwise yeah you'd be gone. yeah for sure so are you are you like working five days or four tens or uh five eights five eights yeah yeah what? yeah i'm not a big fan of the overtime I, no but you know if there was a, a project that needed that i'd i'd certainly belly up to it but so you got a good niche yeah 
and you've got a you've got a good system. I've got some going. good accounts. Uh, yeah, nice. I think the employer enjoys me. So obviously. <laughs> so tell me about Columbia. That's a pretty big name. Yeah, they uh, their main campus is growing. Uh, it's out there off of Murray Road and Science Park Drive. Mm-hmm. They've acquired quite a few properties out there and going through and redoing most of their next to Sunset High. Yes. Yeah, right behind Sunset yeah, High. All around Sunset High. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of cubicle work, a lot of furniture, a lot of IDF uh, reconstruction. Nice. And yeah, starting to move fiber between the buildings now. So fiber's cool. Yeah. Fiber's really cool. So, uh, yeah, I, years ago when I first came out of the Navy, I worked for a company that was, that was right there in that area. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's all, I mean, the company's long since moved over. You, it's called Pacific Office. You ever heard of them? Mm. The big copier company. Oh, Office Supply. Yeah. Pacific Office Supply. Yeah. Big, uh, Pacific Office Automation. Okay. I yeah. used to work for them when I was a, when I came out of the Navy. I couldn't figure out what the hell to do <laughs> at all. Like I threw all these resumes out, and they're like, "What? What's that? What you can't you can't keep a job? Yeah, what, <laughs> well, you're fixing all this equipment. I ain't seen none of that. <laughs> can, can, you, can you drive a forklift? Uh, no. No. Yeah, so I went to work and fixing copiers for them, and they were actually on Science Park Drive, right? Right on. Right in this little like cubby hole right behind. Yeah, so they from everywhere from Home Depot on and around the corner, they they pretty much have taken over. So they own that whole thing. Yeah, and Mentor Graphics used to be there too, or some other wild company. So that's where you work out all the time. So you got to go from Sandy all the way out there and hit that traffic all the time. Well, you Ooh. know, you start six thirty and get off at two thirty. Yeah. You know, so it's got to fight the traffic a little bit coming home but it's no it's been a good gig and you know things are kind of winding down out there so where do you think they're gonna put you next um hopefully on the east side um, yeah. spend, spend a little, Sandy. spending a little time out at microchip oh nice oh that's close yeah doing some stuff there um access control some some more cubicle lands so i hope you get a chance to program that's kind of a that's kind of a cool yeah, well, A Rock is kind of their their uh, vendor of choice for all their fire alarm out there. So you're so. doing Siemens work too. Yeah. So I just I know two people who just started there. So hopefully for microchip or no for A Rock. Oh, okay. That just moved over to A Rock. Okay. Another company. So hopefully, nice. hopefully things go well for them. I like A yeah. Rock. I thought they were pretty yeah. cool group. Yeah. Well, Weaver and I go way back. I don't know if you know Eric Weaver. I met him. Okay. Once. He took me out to lunch. In fact, I've learned quite a, an awful lot, dare I say, yeah, an awful lot of fire alarm stuff from, from Eric Weaver. Well, that's a that's sure. a hell of a good system, Yeah, that Siemens system. And are, is it all Dezigo that you're putting in now for them? or? Um, well, actually, it's just some of the access control. So I'm going to be just tying in one device to, uh, to okay. open one of their gates. So, But have you worked on the Siemens have you installed the Siemens product? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting uh, Jim Bramlage, uh, who I'm trying to get on the podcast. I just reached out to him, big Siemens guy for years, worked for Simplex as well, and okay. retired at a PSI. I want to get him on here. He he forgot more about Siemens than all right, now, so right. I don't right right. Want to Yeah, I'll I'll you know, like I say, I'm kind of a newcomer to the game. So <laughs> to that, well, I I like the programming aspect, but it does it does get it gets pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Like, and then there's so many different languages. So like when I teach my students, I say, look, everything is going to be a PLC one way or another. Right. So 
figure it out. If you <laughs> if you're good at writing in in Silent Night, then that's what you're you know get good at. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because yeah. you're gonna have to you're gonna have to figure right. that out. There's no way around it. Well, I figure there's enough guys out there now that uh, you know I can call on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to take care of that for me, I'll I'll just stick with the installation. I'll stick stuff. with the installation yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, I had a uh, uh, so have you ever had the misfortune of having to put in a PIV tamper switch? Have you done that yet? Uh, in the vault, you mean? No, no, no. The, no. the post indicator valves, the ones no, where I, the the. I have not. Okay, so I thought, I thought. Well, I first went out to do one of these. I was working for United, and I thought. This can't be hard. <laughs> Jesus. So, you know, you, you crank the valve shut, and it says shut, and you right. open it up, it says open, and then the little thing gets thing with the thing, and it touches, and the thing, <laughs> right. right? Shirts off oh or it doesn't. God. Yeah. I take this thing apart, and um, I, I for the life of me, I can't figure out how it's work, how, how to make it work. So I wind up taking the, the, the top of the PIV off to Uh-oh. figure it out. And then there's this like fine thread in there and that's what moves the sign up and down and then on the sign is something that's going to hit the, the the rod hours later hours later i finally figure out what the trick was to make this thing work <laughs> and then like the next day i get a call back because as the sun hits the piv and warms up it changes oh no <laughs> and this was at a place called bartels which is a, a insulation company so i run back out there Oh my God, I'm off by a thread right. or two, like a thread or two. So I'm like, if anybody has one of these PIVs have a problem, I'll show you, like I'll go out with you and show you what's <laughs> going on. And man, mark my words, I've had technicians call me, I'm going, you're not going to freaking believe this. I can't get this on mission work save my life. And so I wound up like, showing people like what it takes to yeah. make these things operate oh my god i've had guys who've worked on systems for 25 years completely vapor lock on them i cannot get these <laughs> things to work where they should i even had one that was a it was a roof on the roof and nothing we could do nothing i could do made it work and i wound up i wound up going to harbor freight tools and getting enough nuts and bolts and screws and stuff that I could modify it make a little just spacer. enough yeah, to, to make it hit correctly. Right. Huh. It was un, it was not going to work. Huh. And it didn't matter if it was system sensor or potter. The the switch was just like it was just not, not going to go. work. Uh. And all you can do is like go in or out with the rod. Mm-hmm. You can't I mean it's threaded into the side of the thing. So it's like that's it. And it's that's, activated by the thread, right? It's activated by the little, there's like a little window mm-hmm. in there. And where the open and shut is, is like the bottom or the top of that. It depends gotcha. on the one you've got is what's going to hit that. Right. And so it's got to be able to, when it's when it's open, be in the right position mm-hmm. and then close when it goes shut. Oh, my God. It's a whole, it's a whole <laughs> thing, man. It's a whole thing. So I've been telling my students, you got to get into fixing you know, tampers and, and understanding and how PIV valves. Yeah, PIV <laughs> valves or what have you. And I've gone out with, well, at my last company, at least three people to help. Three, if not four. With your pocket full of bolts and yeah, well, with with just <laughs> with just the patience to to right. show. Let me show you. You know, uh, and then like sometimes the the fitters. I I was at a at a company uh, in Tualatin where the original installator installer and i'm talking this thing was installed 
in the 70s, right? If the valve is straight up and down, then they use just a cap that rests on top of the valve. Mm -hmm. So like it's like a T-handle type thing. Mm -hmm. But if it's if it's horizontal, then they use a different kind that that locks on. Otherwise, if you pull the shaft out, it falls off. The <laughs> <laughs> so these guys write this thing up, and they and they send a technician out, and he can't figure out what the hell's going on with it. So I so he leaves, and I show up, and I'm playing with it, and it just falls off. Oh my gosh! What the hell's going on? So I go back in there, and I can see this piece of wire on the ground, like a piece of <laughs> oh, like bailing wire. Yeah. I'm like a farmer fix. <laughs> yes, and I'm like, shunk, shunk, and it keeps falling off the thing. I'm like, ooh, that's what that wire was for. <laughs> UL listed wires are uh, cranking this thing back together. Oh my god, yeah. Hmm. So my experience of, with sprinkler systems has been, I'm glad I can work on both right. sides because I don't mind getting wet and smelling like dead fish. Well, to... knock on wood, the only sprinklers I've had to deal with are you know active flows like you know in the fire service you know <laughs> trying to stop those but the closest i've come is uh getting too close in a lift and bumping like the 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 whip if you will oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and how it would you know it would start leaking at the at the connection so that's not good yeah i never i've never popped ahead but did you guys ever when you were in the fire department did they ever give you those those little tools that you could not the new ones i've seen some pretty nice yeah. i mean some nice ones in fact a, a few that i would have liked to have had in my turnouts wouldn't that been, yeah wouldn't that have been nice <laughs> that would have been a lot easier the ones where you just like release the, right. the jaws yeah, and they yeah. just yeah so for kids that you don't know what we're talking about and the sprinkler head usually has a solder link or a bulb if you break it <laughs> knock on wood <laughs> there's a tool that you can put in i've got the old-fashioned kind the original one that is like a shape like a J, right? With a with a gate valve. Well, we had some just some some wedges that you would yeah. stick in there and you know hammer as you're as you're getting. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing how much water actually it's comes amazing. out of one of those. If if nobody's had a chance to do that, that's uh, that'll get you wet in a hurry. Yeah, if you see one today, go ahead and take out that red bulb. And <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing like in the movies. It is, and it's not clean water. <laughs> no, no. Well, no. it isn't. Initially, <laughs> it's not clean. <laughs> After about, have you? There's a. Uh, when I was at my last company, we bought a, uh, a what they call a drop master for our fitters, and I'd never seen one work before, and so we were doing a job out in, in Gresham at a Kaiser, and the guy goes, "Yeah, check it out." And so you hook it up. It's like a, it's like a vacuum pump. Okay. It's just a slight vacuum on the system, and it holds a column of water in the sprinkler system. Oh, interesting. And I said, I allegedly, said, yeah. allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. So I show up and I said, so that thing really works. He goes, oh my God, it works great. He goes, we've, we've replaced every head in the, in the place. And they had one drop, one drop mm -hmm. that came out in the wrong, in the wrong spot and hit like a, like a comet box and stained <laughs> one drop. That's out of pretty the whole, good. That's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, for sure. So I was like pretty excited about that. Uh, but then those things are worth their weight. But uh, that's in the sprinkler world. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, having changed enough of them with a sock that you know you're jetting the water into a yeah. I just and hoping you have enough. Yeah, I appreciate the sprinkler fitters for sure. And I, I mean, when it's good, it's really good. But when it's bad, it can be oh, really bad. 
and when it and those things crack or break in the yeah. winter time it's just well we used to go to fred meyer's back back when they first built and in their in their freezer they had sprinkler oh, yeah. heads but i don't think they were rated right because i think i was in there like three times <laughs> you know because they'd have an accidental you know pop mm -hmm. off but yeah yeah i i Every time I would work on those systems and, and inspect them and I had to do a freezer, I was I was absolutely paranoid. Absolutely <laughs> paranoid I was gonna be the one that flooded the system. And then you know, and then they gotta take it all apart and yeah. frost it. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah. man, that's not pretty. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I it was not like I did a lot of sprinkler work and I'm So so you did sprinkler work and mm -hmm. you were an electrician mm -hmm. and Man, you've had quite a yeah. quite a gambit. Yeah, I didn't do a lot of repairs. Um, I did some, especially if I was the one that didn't drain the low point out and mm -hmm. it cracked in the winter, and that would be me out there mm -hmm. fixing it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I did. I did enough. I have a I have a certificate of fitness for Portland. Nice. But there, Oregon's about to change the requirements to make it nice at level two to work on sprinklers, and that's that's going to put me mm -hmm. out of it. Mm -hmm. I can still hold my own with it. And so are, are they going to include NISAT too for fire fire alarms too? For I don't think so. Okay. I think uh, I could be wrong. And the guys who, you know, if you listen to this podcast, get a hold of us because, you know, that could change. Since when I was a manager at my last company, I was kind of in the know and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And when I covered myself back up on the hill, it was weird. I just went, I don't care. Right. Like my whole world is just. Just the hill. Just the hill. Perfect. And Perfect. That seems like a good place to be towards oh the towards the end. I, I bicycle up there. Oh. So every day. So I, I park my car in, in Smellwood and I bike up. Mm -hmm. I have a, on an e-bike. Nice. Rain or shine. Nice. Yeah. And uh, work all day. Work four tens. Come home. Perfect. Perfect. I don't even know what the hell's going on right now. <laughs> well, my underlings. All my underlings handle that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. But we do have a, a sprinkler guy up there who handles all of that kind of work. And so I don't have to do like that. But I, I'll, I'll, you know, mm -hmm. I'll go in there if they need help. It's not I'm intrigued with the smoke damper thing. That might have to get my some people looking into that. It would be, if, if I could... Wiggle my nose and create a company. It would be a fire smoke damper testing and repair company. Mm. And and I don't. I have the all the business savvy of a of a drunken mule. So I am, <laughs> I am not a business guy. So it's just not me. Interesting. But um, yeah, that's that's where the industry is needing people mm. is doing that. So anyway, well, man, I appreciate you coming in today. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for having me. Is it fun? Just to, it was. Yeah. It, like I say, this is kind of a. I've never been on a podcast. This will be kind of a nice little bucket list thing. So. It is. This this is a studio that these guys built. And, it's uh, pretty amazing. I'm I'm thinking that we're we're going places with it at some point. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Your next career. I would do this actually. Yeah. I would do this for a career. It wouldn't be wouldn't be hard for me. But I I do um, I do the. Um, I did a I did a podcast last week here that kind of leaned towards some of my hobbies, which this is what's in. I didn't get a chance to take all my stuff out, but um, we'll see how that one flies because it's kind of it's kind of different. Huh? But I'll, I'll show you when we get off the air. Here. <laughs> so, and I want to show you that picture. Should that I time. be nervous? No, 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 no. It's not that kind of hobby. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, Jeff. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the Half Watt Podcast. We always want to hear from you, and we encourage you to email us at halfwattpod at gmail.com with questions or even your own stories. Funny, crazy, or praiseworthy, we want to hear it all. You can follow us on Instagram at halfwattpod to stay up to date on our feed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share us with a friend, the best way to help us grow. The Half Watt Podcast is a production of Now Hear This Studios.